Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 39, recorded the week of Monday, December 5th, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Leip. Show number 39 features, tonight's show features, guest number two from Edwardsville High School, the 2A Mespy winners for girls cross country, Emily Nuttle. Senior, going out on top locally for cross-country with the large schools. And the outstanding freshman on her team, Madison Poplar. Guest number one, we're going to talk Charitable Champion of the Month for December from Bethalto Civic Memorial High School. Bryce Davis and his coach, Derek Jarman, are in here to talk about their great season and Bryce having a great um, soccer season and an amazing career, and the United States could have used them, although they had a good World Cup. Absolutely. And we'll get to that too. But before we talk soccer or football, three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It is free, and you love it. Where else do you get to hear Eagles soccer in a podcast? Number three, Number two, follow us on all of our social media platforms. See, I forgot that number two comes after number one. I get all, I get all excited talking about soccer. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me, please, at mespdave at gmail.com. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team. Could be a middle school team, a high school team. You name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com and please put Team of the Month in the subject line. All right, guys. From Civic Memorial High School coach Derek Jarman and his star player, Bryce Davis. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. First of all, congrats on a, on a great season this year, coach. Yeah, it was uh, kind of one for the ages, I guess. We had, you know, some generational talent on, on the roster, but uh, kind of started out as these seniors. We had 13 of them, but their freshman year, you know, they, we won the first regional in school history. So just kind of building upon that, and obviously there were some seniors that helped out that year and everybody in between, but uh, we kind of knew we were on the verge of some big things with these guys, watched them grow up, and uh, – Way back in the day when I first started there, you know, I remember these guys being in third, fourth, fifth grade as, you know, in our soccer camps. So just to kind of look at that, go all the way down the line and the finish line, here we are. And uh, just magical run with magical players. How many years have you been there, coach? Uh, This is my 10th year, uh, my eighth as the head coach. Uh, So I was the assistant coach for two years. And where are you from? Uh, I went to Roxana High School. Played soccer there? Played soccer there, yes. Okay, 13 seniors on this team. That's a that's a huge senior class. It is. For a school our size, it is. Uh, I mean, when you're running to other schools a little bit bigger, they probably have, have that yearly. But, uh, yeah, it, it's nice to have, and, and we wish we could have that every single year. And then you could almost have a freshman team 
uh, each year building up. So it, it's, it's great for the growth process. And, uh, but the Alto FC kind of helps out with that where a lot of these kids started out, uh, coming to us. That's what I was going to ask you about. And are you affiliated with Bethalto FC? No, I, I love to watch the games and uh, kind of help with some camps around the area with that. But uh, my kids are involved in it. So I guess you could say I'm a I'm a fan on the sidelines. Okay. But uh, it's uh, it's a great feeder program for us. It's really helped us get to where we are today. And we hope to keep improving that uh, as we go down the road. Awesome. All right. Bryce, you're one of 13 seniors on this team, man. Congratulations, and congratulations on a great year and a great career. Well, thank you. Thank you. And your special talent on the soccer pitch is you are a finisher. You like to score goals. Yes. And how many goals does this kid wind up with? How many you got? I believe somewhere 140. No. I think I, it's 120. Six? Yeah, I know that you're number one all time, but I don't yeah. know exactly how many you scored. I was just told that you were number one all time, all time goals, over a hundred goals, one hundred and twenty something goals. I, coach? I think it's one hundred twenty six, but sixty one this year. I mean, it's a great problem to have when you don't know the exact number because that means it's a heck of a lot. So, so that that's the thing. And and look at I think his freshman year he scored what twenty was it ten, yeah. and then the next year was twenty. So you're talking about after the first two years, there's 30 goals. I mean, that's nothing to like, like, laugh at or anything. But it's like, how do you get to 120 something when you you have 30 after halfway through your? So he he got on a roll these last two years, and uh, we we went through all the the records that we could and talked to people and, and went through all the record books that we could find, and we're like, what's the record? Well, we thought it was 90 something, and then we heard from somebody else, well, it's 100. So I told him, who cares? Let's just keep rolling. And then the, the name's going to be Bryce Davis's record. But, like, whatever the number is, it's up to him to decide. So, thankfully, that's the way it worked out. And you've had some great players there, too. Parker last yeah. year, right? Yeah, Par we Parker Scottberg. And, and he, you know, he's got all the assist records and uh, definitely helped Bryce along the way the last two or three years. So, uh, yeah, we've had some phenomenal players and, and a great history there at CM. And uh, t so it, it's – it's no laughing matter when he can put up numbers like that and be be for the record books. And I'm not sure who, how, or when that 126 goals or whatever can be touched, but um, it's phenomenal to watch that all take place. We had a great seat to watch that. Describe your style. What's the secret to you dumping in all these goals, man? Um, I'd say my style is getting the ball at my feet and looking forward straight at the net and just running, beating my opponents with my quick feet, kick it around them, score it. You love the game. I do. How old were you when you started playing? Started playing when I was four. And have you always been a goal scorer? Yeah, from from what I can know. Yeah. So I'm guessing you play up top. You guys play two kids up top at CM. Yeah. And so left, right, it doesn't really matter to you. You're you're interchanging and just spreading the field out and that, and that kind of stuff as well, right? Yeah. All right, coach. What's it like to coach this kid? Well, I'm thankful I don't have to play against him or, or game plan against him. I wouldn't sleep. I don't sleep very much as it is, but I wouldn't have slept much trying to game plan for him. But uh, yeah, I mean, playing him into space, he, he's going to get there. And it's kind of the old Randy Moss quote. I've used this a thousand times with Bryce specifically. It's like if he's even, he's leaving. Because because you won't catch him, and if he gets behind you, he is a finisher. Fast. He he is extreme. He's got elite speed, and uh, he can finish with either foot. And and he's pretty cheeky. So he's gonna. If you think you have him, you think you have an angle. Well, you're gonna see the ball in the back of the net. He's he's. I'm mean, just phenomenal to watch. Phenomenal talent, and uh, just a pleasure to have him on the roster. I'm gonna thank you for using the word cheeky. Yeah, that's a soccer term, isn't it? That's so, a good one. I like that. What does that mean? 
I mean, he's he's just kind of clever. Clever. He's clever and just swift on his feet, and he knows what he's doing. And uh, he's a next level thinker on the field too. So. Do you like to get back and play defense? Yeah, I do. I like to get dirty. I like to slide tackle a lot. He does, coach. There it is. Is that accurate? Is he getting? Is he hustling and taking stu- taking care of stuff and getting back and playing defense when it's when it's his time to do that? Absolutely, and and that makes everybody's job easier when when your goal scorer is also one of your hardest workers. I mean, you got not not only a like I said, generational type player or talent, but it 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 lends itself to that's leadership right there. Did the other boys follow in line behind Bryce this year? Was he a leader on this team? Absolutely, and and I you know we got. You know, Braden Jung and, and Joe Aelo and, and Nick Farino as captains as well as, as Bryce as a captain. When you have those four guys that have played together for a long time and, and they're all looking at wins, like, sure, we got individual statistics, but they're all looking at what's that final number of wins going to be, how far can we go. You know, we wanted to go north. We wanted to, to, to get to a super sectional, which we've never been to before, and see if we can get to state and all those things. And it all le- those guys were all – you know, I always said they, they drive the bus. Like, wherever they, they're going to take us is where we're, we're going to go. So when your hardest workers are, are also your best players and your best players are also your hardest workers, you know, that's that's a coach's dream. Makes makes our jobs a lot easier. 24 wins this year to only five losses, a sectional final. What will you remember from this season? Uh, just remember these kids. I mean, we, we always talk about wins. To me, that's icing on the cake if that's why we're doing this. Um, we, we need to probably realign our priorities because these kids are leaders in the classroom, leaders in the hallways, and leaders in the community, uh, which we'll talk about with Bryce in a right. second. Uh, but but that's what it's all about, and, and the wins are icing on the cake. These guys help us with, with camps that we have for the young kids. They help us uh, just kind of mentor the kids around with Alto FC. They go to their games on weekends. Uh, they're in parades. Kids look up to these kids and want to be these kids. And, and when you think about community – that doesn't necessarily happen with soccer all the time. It's definitely a football thing, basketball, baseball, and all those type of sports. But uh, it, it, it's kind of changed a little bit. And, and Bethalto FC, like I said, helps that. But uh, I'll just remember these kids showing up to practice every day in the summertime. Doesn't matter if it's 110 degrees. They want to they wanna get after it. And uh, just, just wanting to show up and compete every single day. Uh, you don't always have that. So that's not something we'll ever take for granted. Bryce, what will you remember from this season? Oh, I'll remember a lot. I'll remember sorry, excuse me. Um sectional sectional game. I remember that. That was a that was a big thing. The win against Mascuda? Yeah. Three to one. Three to one. Um They were tough. They were seated ahead of you, higher than you. Yeah. You knew it was gonna be a battle. Tough game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very tough. You know, Muscuda, physical. Physical, yeah. Anytime I felt like I got the ball, I felt like I had two players on me grabbing my jerseys. It's part of the game. You got to play with it. You got to learn to adjust and adapt. I got to figure this kid scores 120 something goals. I'm double teaming him. I'm triple teaming him. I'm putting five people and the bus driver to follow him around the field. Did other teams do that? They did. Yeah, they did. And especially the conference teams that know him real well. Some of the non conference teams, I mean, they could probably read about him or figure things out. But uh, until you get out there and see the speed, you. You, you won't believe it. And uh, they did. You know, Waterloo tried to do that. Triad was very good at it, too. Um, Mascuda, you know, they had a game plan against us the first time. You know, we played them three times. Uh, didn't go our way. Lost the first one two to one. Uh, and then we went to their place and beat them three to one and then saw them in the sectional. So all these conference teams, uh, again, everybody's got a plan. 
uh, to do what you can do. And I would, I, I'm with you. I, like I said, I'd lose sleep trying to figure out, okay, if we double team him, then what? Um, but you better have some fast guys. You can put five guys on him, but if they're not as yeah. fast as him, forget about it. Everybody has a plan until he, till he gets behind your defense on a breakaway. Is that how he scored a lot of his goals? Uh, a lot of them, yeah, but it's kind of like Mike Tyson said, you got to plan until you get punched in the face and then then, then what? But, uh, yeah, and with the ball or without the ball, he's as fast as can be, and, and the spacing, and Braden Jung, he was a lot like Scott Berg. Like, wherever he wanted to put it, he'd put it. And, uh, you know, Braden Jung led the whole St. Louis area in assists because of that, because he could put the ball, ball where he wanted to, and then all of a sudden Bryce is there to just clean it up and finish it. And finishers don't grow on trees, so, like, it's – we can talk about goals all day, but the way he scored, where he scored, how he scored, just just amazing stuff. It's a good point, too, that, you know, even if the kid's a great finisher, if he doesn't have people that can deal him the ball, he's not going to get the opportunities. So it did take a team to produce those opportunities, and so you had a great team. So congratulations to you on that. I want to get to the Charitable Champion Award, which for which you nominated Bryce and which he won. But first, I want to talk about Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to, to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest. Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at blastinggamegroup.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, Coach, we've got the Charitable Champion Award, which is sponsored by Front Office Fiduciary Network. And you have to nominate a kid, and the, and the student has to be a leader in the classroom doing the right things on and off the field, and you nominated Bryce for that award, and he was selected. Why did you nominate the all-time leading scorer? Because you can't just be awesome at sports. Why did you nominate Bryce? Yeah, you, you know, you can score 126 goals or whatever it is, but to be a leader and people looking up to him uh, in the community and wanting to attend soccer games for the first time, all of that stuff is awesome. But but to, to be able to go to class every day and, and to uh, – you know, his goal is to get in college, play soccer, do all these things, making all the correct decisions, um, leading our young kids, our freshmen, uh, sophomores, just to be able to be a good example, a role model for them, and, and the epitome of what a student athlete is. Um, and then you, you, you talk about his selection of who he wants to, to donate the money to. 
uh, boys and with all the boys and girls club, it's where he started. So like that, that gives you a, a little indication of who Bryce Davis is when he's thinking about immediately where he started scoring all these goals and to be able to give back is just a huge, a huge piece of this. And, and that kind of speaks to exactly why somebody like him is deserving. Good idea, young man. $500 to the Bethalto Boys and Girls Club on be- from Front Office Fiduciary Network on behalf of you. So congratulations on that. And that's where you started playing soccer. Yes, sir. Cool. Where do they play? Uh, now they kind of – there was a there were fields around Bethalto. Now Bethalto FC kind of does, does things. I'm not sure where they actually play as much now. I remember whenever I used to play there, we played – there was an old church behind a weather vane hmm. with with just like a, a big um, patch of grass. And okay. we, we'd go and play there. He probably scored so many goals that it probably cost him more than $500 back because they had to replace the nets. So it probably, it's probably a wash. So he's a good student? Absolutely, yeah. And he's, like I said, his goal is to get to college and play soccer. So he's he's picked it up. He's laser-focused um, to, to get there. That's that's his goal. So, yeah, he's, he's a good student. What's your favorite subject? I'd say world history. Who's the teacher? I don't have that class this semester. I have it next semester. Oh. But uh, Mr. Baldwin. Mr. Baldwin. Yes. So you can go to school tomorrow, and you can tell Mr. Baldwin that you talked about him on the podcast, and you need to go into that class getting some extra credit. Coach, agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And just kind of a funny story, like we have a no-phone rule in, in the school except for lunchtime. Outstanding. So – so it's great, but during the World Cup, I, I was walking down the hallway one day and glance over, and I see Bryce walking down the hallway with his laptop out. Like, he's walking, watching the World Cup carrying his laptop. I thought that was funny, and I'm like, well, I guess that's not against the rules, but it's just kind of a funny thing to see somebody just, like I said, laser-focused on what's going on in the World Cup and, and, and that. So I just thought it was kind of funny. That's kind of kind of on topic. What do you want to say about the U.S.? Getting out of pool play, that's, that's success with the second youngest squad, right? We had uh, Skip Birdsong from Altoff. Yeah. And after their first round tie, I, he and I concurred that it felt like a loss because they had control of that game and it was one poor penalty in the, in the box. Yeah. Right? Great, great game, but it's, sometimes soccer can be excruciating. Okay, you're talking about doing the right thing. It, on the pitch and off the pitch, give me an example of what this kid brings off the field. That makes him a charitable champion. Uh, off the field, that you know, we talked about being the being the epitome of a student athlete. Like I said, going to class every day, work, working his tail off to to do what he can do to get requirements to be in uh, to be be in the consideration to get to college and play sports and do those things. Um, just the littlest things of showing up daily, but also you know he's a captain, a senior captain, can score a hundred and some odd goals, but he's also carrying a bag to the to the to the bus. He's doing those things for the kids um, that, you know, the freshmen, they look up to those things. And we also have a pound the stone award, um, which usually you would think that, hey, your best player is going to get these things. Well, he earns it because he works hard, puts in the work. Um, you know, there's that days I've driven by the, the stadium there and there's one guy out on the field and it's him. So mm. it, it's it's doing the little things that people don't always see, don't always notice. Um that, that's Bryce. You know, he's organizing futsal games and doing things like that on the side and uh, just just doing what he can do uh, to make the team better, to make himself better, and, and to just just show the young guys what it's all about to, to be a CM soccer player. Okay, so we've talked about uh, Bryce wanting to potentially play in college. Where are some places? Do you, 
that you're considering? Are you considering any specific destinations at this point? Yeah, um, I've been I'm in uh, contact with Quincy University, uh, McKendree University, uh, Lindenwood University, and I have um, I still have to do a couple of uh, ID camps in like January at a couple of colleges. So, but not not exact, not exactly sure. Sounds cool. Yeah, I think somebody's gonna hit the lottery when they when they get him on campus and see what he can do and uh, work him out. And uh, I know he's got some he's got some plans, but uh, somebody's gonna hit the lottery when they when they finally land him. Any idea what you want to study? Yeah, I want to do something in the sports management field, sports marketing, sports management. I've I've also would you ever wanna Would you ever wanna host a sports podcast? I've thought about it. I feel like it'd be pretty cool. I watch I watch Pat podcasts on youtube a lot here we go man maybe maybe you could be an intern at the metro east sports podcast stick around stick around you can interview these uh cross-country girls with me if you want to see if see if you want to do it do you have a pot do you have a podcast club at uh cm i don't think we do i I know there's a lot of people that have talked about it and i I talked about it recently i'm like we could do a world cup one or we could do whatever it takes but uh it, it's because the good ones like yourself, they make it look so easy. Oh, that, that every, sh- but everybody sh- everybody thinks they can just sit in their basement and do it. And, and I've always thought about doing something like that, but I don't know who'd want to listen to us. It's fun for the kids. We started one. I just got involved with the one at Edwardsville High School this year. What are you doing at, at Bethalto? Because you're not you're a soccer coach, obviously, and you've been doing that for a decade, you said. But you're dean of students? That's correct. I, I was a fifth-grade teacher for 11 years, and uh, it's my first year as the dean of students at CM. So, uh, so this, is, this is your first year in the building with the high school kids. That's correct. Yeah, but but I, I used to teach at Meadowbrook, which is in the district. And uh, you know, way back in the day, Bryce was there in, in class. And you we, remember him as a little kid? Absolutely. We was thought, he in your class? He was. He was. So we we talked uh, about soccer all the time. I had a lot of these players growing up, and or as they were growing up, and we we always talked about soccer. And I knew he was goal scorer. And I mean, would, at recess, I'd go out and watch someone play kickball or PE just to kind of see what was going on. But uh, just, just always fun to think about, but then in the blink of an eye, here they are graduating, and it, uh, you know, you, I you think it helps. Them. I think it helps that you knew him as a, as a little kid coming so. in. He didn't have to like get used to you. You knew his personality. Yep. You know, you know his family. They know you. I think it matters. Yep. I, and and there's been several kids that that have done that. And like I said, we when I first started there, we had camps that the high school kids help us run. So just to see them come first full circle where these guys were starting out in second grade or where it was, and now all of a sudden here they are 10 years later, uh, they're the ones helping these younger kids. You know? What does it mean to be dean of students? Uh, it, it means the world. You know, it's a great opportunity. What do you do? Uh, I, so I, I'm just kind of like an assistant principal, you know, so you, you uh, there's there's never a dull moment. Every, oh, every, are you every, in charge of discipline? Every day is, every day is oh, different. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so, uh, That's a tough job. It is, and I always kid guys like Bryce, and they, they heard that I got hired last spring to do that, and some of them came up to me and said, hey, does that mean you can't coach anymore? What's this mean? And I said, well, it means it's a full-time job to watch over you guys on and off the field, I guess, sometimes. So it's a blessing and a pleasure, and, and I appreciate uh, everything Bethalto's done for me and the, the team and, and our guys. So you're going to be somewhere next year. You're not going to be playing soccer for the Civic Memorial High School Eagles. You're going to be someplace else. And you're going to miss some things about Bethalto. What are you going to miss the most? Definitely Jarman. Jarman, <laughs> Ayelo, Jung, the boys, the boys on the soccer field. Just everything. I feel like once I leave, because my goal, I want to go far, but 
if if I stay close, I stay close. But I feel like I'll miss majority of Pataldo. These third, these twelve other guys you played with, man, that's amazing. That's a that's a big number for for a two A school. How many boys in your entire program? Uh, Thirty three. That's a good number. Did you cut anybody this year? Nope, never cut anybody in uh, in my whole ten years there. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming by. Um, what do you got coming back next year with all these graduating, all these all these seniors? You're going to be next year is going to be how many how many seniors will you have next year? Uh, I think around five, but uh, you know it's a good mix. We got some underclassmen that started and played a lot of minutes for us uh, with with our schedule this year. You know, we, we played 25 games in, in seven weeks or whatever it was and uh, just mixing guys in and out. And uh, we talked about Bryce scoring 126 goals or whatever it was. I mean, you can ask him. There was probably four or five games he didn't even play. Like, like we just moved some guys around and did some things with uh, with what we could do. So, I mean, coaches, coaches failed there. He probably could have had 150, but there were some PKs and some other things that he didn't take. But, uh, you, you know, so, so we'll have some experience coming back and hopefully – you know, I don't know how you replace 126 goals, but I think you do that with numbers, and uh, you just try to get better each day, and that's all we can do. And uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade our roster for anybody else's, no matter how young they are. Bryce, congratulations on the uh, Charitable Champion Award. It's a fantastic award for recognizing a kid for not only being awesome athletically, but doing the right thing in the classroom. So big thanks to Front Office Fiduciary Network for sponsoring that. Coach Jarman, thanks a lot for coming by, guys. Congratulations on all the success, and uh, keep it up. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. We're going to talk 3A girls cross country with the runner of the year and the team of the year, the Edwardsville Tigers, and their top runner, Emily Nuttle, and their outstanding freshman, Madison Poplar. And everybody loves Edwardsville High School cross country, right? Yep. Um, maybe everybody not our, loves it. Maybe not our, uh, the schools around us, but yeah, it's kind of hard not to love this sport cross country. It is hard, but you know what everybody hates? Hmm. Waiting in line at the DMV. Yes. And now you don't have to go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656 61 Six three, and big thanks to partner Cassens Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassens Inventory in person, where they've been for 25 years, or online at Cassens.com. Cassens has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a truck or a minivan or a motorcycle or anything with a motor anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. 
And I don't think they have motorcycles at castles. I think it's cars, trucks, Jeeps, minivans, that kind of stuff. All right, girls, welcome to the show. Say something. Thanks for having us. <laughs> That's senior Emily Nuttle. Emily, welcome back to the show. You've been here once before or twice? Uh, yeah, once. Just once before. And you brought freshman Madison Poplar. Madison, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, girls, let's talk about the season first. Congratulations on an outstanding season. 3A Mespy winners, team of the year. Way to go. What would you remember about this season? Um, I'll definitely remember just overall how we were as a team. I think this year not only were um, – this is – I mean, our coaches have even said this season, this has been the best team that they've ever had. Hmm. And not only uh, competitively I think we were such a great team, but I think um, just within the girls in general, I think um, when it came to being close with each other, I think that was also really good. Great group of girls. Mm -hmm. Who were some of the other girls on this varsity? Olivia Cole? Olivia Cole. Um, Maya Th Lugan. Three sport – State yeah. qualifier, Olivia Cole. Yeah, she's crazy. crazy. Um, there's Riley Knoll and Maya Luking. Emma Madison, Patrick. Madison Strohide. Um, Madison Strohide was out this past season yep. due to a hip injury. Okay. Um, but other than her, we also had, let's see, it's me, Madison, Olivia. Olivia, Maya, Maya Riley, Riley, Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Peel. Peel. Great year. Mm -hmm. Conference champions. Mm -hmm. yes. And it's never easy to win the Southwestern Conference. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Right? Nope. And, Olive, and uh, you missed Peyton Sheppy, mm -hmm. was gone this year, graduated from O'Fallon High School. And so you thought, well, O'Fallon's going to be easier to beat this year, but then they wound up being tough as usual. Mm -hmm. It's a good rivalry. It makes yeah. you guys better. Mm -hmm. For sure. They always seem to, you know, just when you think that this one really, you know, good star runner leaves, you know, O'Fallon is always bringing in somebody else. Right. So they're really good competition. Mark of a good program. Okay, Madison, you were a freshman this year, and your very first semester in high school, all of a sudden you're running cross country. Was it overwhelming for you? Um, not really. I was really happy to participate in this amazing team that we got to have, um, the 12th place match for the best, um, Edwardsville high school at state. Just really like really surprised with my performance. Really. I wasn't really prepared for middle school really. But you were right there amongst the leaders on the team with your times this year mm -hmm. is what I heard. You were right there at the top competing with Emily right at mm -hmm. practice was she pushing mm -hmm. you at practice was this freshman girl pushing she was you? yes it's always nice to have that teammate at practice that kind of pushes you you know as as well like at practices because that's what's going to help you get better and not only you know is she helping me but like and you know we're helping each other at practices were these girls nice to you when you came in as a freshman on this freshman on this great cross-country team did they welcome you or were they mean to you did did they make you eat lunch by yourself no, they were super welcoming. It was really nice. Maybe a little bit too welcoming, I think. <laughs> I think maybe we scared her at first, but, you know, it didn't take long for, you know, eventually freshmen come out of their shell, and then once we did, it was hard not to love her. She fit right in? Mm-hmm, fit right in. And obviously you were a runner before this. When did you start running? Um, I started in sixth grade. Where did you go? To Liberty Middle, Middle School, sixth grade. Cross so, country. so you ran cross-country and track at Liberty? 
Yeah. And the coach there is? Um, I think he's gone now. Coach Jacobs, he moved to Chicago. Okay. I had him. You're both going to run track, obviously, also, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Any other sports for you that you just do track and cross country, right, yeah. Emily? Mm -hmm. Okay. How about you? Um, I swim a lot for cross training. Um, I swim for the Metro Titans. Okay. But so you're not going to swim on the high school team, though? No. You just do swim to, to work on your fitness? Cross train, yeah. Good for you. Okay. And you've got three more years of high school. Yep. What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to um, better my times, obviously, and... Um, just welcoming new teammates and working hard. Okay. Emily, what year were you when you moved to Edwardsville? Um, middle of my sophomore year. From Flora? From Olney, Illinois. Olney! Yeah. Olney, Flora. Home of the white squirrels. White squirrels, I knew that. <laughs> and when you came in, you were not a leader on the team. You had to earn your place on this team. But now as a senior... You're a leader on this team. Coach Patrilak, I asked him today, what do you want to say about these two girls I'm going to have on this show tonight? And he said, both awesome girls. Nuttall was, was our biggest leader this year. She was the girl that was motivating the other girls, big cheerleader for the other girls. And Madison is the future of the program in a lot of ways, is how he described you two girls. Was being a leader something that you had fun with this year? Absolutely. I, you know, I've never really had that leadership position. And I think that's something you really get your senior year, you know, because you've been there a while, you kind of know the reins of, you know, the program. And I think that's really the year that, you know, when you have freshmen coming in, you have to take them in and you're really, you know, the group of girls on the team, that's really going to bring everybody together and, you know, hope it, you know, stays that way. What are you going to miss about running with Emily? Was she the class clown? <laughs> yeah. Was she most likely to run in cowboy boots? Uh-huh, for sure. 100% from my second hour class. I see her every day in those cowboy boots. You ever try to run in those, Emily? Um, I have, and I have to tell you, definitely doesn't feel the greatest, so I wouldn't choose to. <laughs> That's an only thing, I think, those, those cowgirls. Uh, <laughs> we got lots of, we got lots of cow, cowboy, cowgirl boots at Edwardsville High School. Mm -hmm. Seriously, what are you going to miss about this girl? Um, she's my number one running buddy, so I'm going to miss that about her and pushes me at races. Obviously I love racing with her, base my race off of her. Um, just going to miss her a lot. You guys, like, I think it's weird that you talk when you run because I would be so tired if I was, if I run anything farther than 10 yards, I'm so gassed that I don't want to talk, but you guys talk when you run. Yeah, well, at practice, it, it starts out that way. Like, we'll be just having a good time. We'll be talking to each other. And you'll notice, like, the farther we get into the run, like, people just, like, slowly stop talking to each other. Silence. And then it just gets to the point where it's, like, dead quiet. Like, that last, like, one or two miles. Because you're tired. Yeah. yeah. Last one or two miles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many miles do you run? Um, About average whenever we're mid-season. It's usually six miles for a regular yeah. over-distance day. What's the farthest you've ever run? What's what's the most miles in one run that you've ever run? Um, for a long run, I don't usually do long runs. I actually did my first long run this cross this past cross season. It was around eleven miles. My highest mileage ever is seven, but during the high school season, I've only ever run six. You're talking about swimming, Madison. You're talking about running. I could see you doing a triathlon someday. You ever think about that? 
I don't know. I'm not the strongest swimmer. I don't know if I can go. If you're swimming a lot, though, I bet you're better than you think you are. Maybe. Do you bike? No, not really. I don't like biking. Huh. Okay. What are some goals you have for the next three years? Obviously, you said you want to improve your times, but you had a good postseason this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really hoping that we get some good middle school athletes coming in. Um, start recruiting some good teammates because we're losing a few seniors this year. Um, maybe beat 12th at state would be a good goal. 12th at state is a great finish. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have to figure how many teams there were in the state. Let's go through your postseason. So regional champions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Regional champions, and you're feeling good about yourselves. And then sectional Sectional team finished third place, and the whole group qualifies for state. And was that a goal coming into the season? Our goal for sectionals, um, I know that it was, you know, we were placed second for that overall, and I know that we were shooting for first, and we ended up getting third. It's still something to be proud of, even though originally wasn't something or not the place that we were originally going for. Um, And then – just I, one point, just one point behind mm-hmm. second, behind Oswego East. Yeah. And uh, individually, it looks like Madison finished ninth, and then uh, Emily, you finished 17th. Mm-hmm. And then the state tournament, the team finishes 12th, and uh, it looks like our top finishers at state were Dylan and Riley. No, Madison. Um, um, oh, sorry, I'm looking at – I'm looking at – it was Emily, it me. There it is. Yep. I was looking at the uh, sectional. Mm-hmm. I mean, the regional again. Strong team this year. How come our team is so good? I think our team is so good just because we really have built each other up these past couple years. And not only that, not only do we have some really good, you know, fast runners on the, you know, uh, junior and senior side, but we also have, you know, Madison that came in as a really strong freshman and she definitely helped a lot. Like having Madison on our team and everybody who we had already had returning, it definitely helped our team a lot and made us the strongest team we've had yet. And Emily, you individually finished 50th at state, which is mm-hmm. which is outstanding. So congratulations you. to you. Describe those conditions on that state. Definitely. Um, if I had one word to describe it, it'd be icky. It was super muddy. And people just slipping and sliding all over the place. I remember... Um, we were on the bus ride going there and we knew that it was going to be raining, but we didn't want to like actually know what the course was like until we got there. And somebody ended up sending us a picture of what it looked like. And in the picture, you could, it was the boys 1A race. And you could literally see some, one of the boys coming around the tree and he was just completely slipping. Like he was like halfway, like on the ground. It was like the perfect picture moment. Um, but we saw that and we were like, holy cow, what are we getting ourselves into? It was insanely muddy, but, um, you know, besides that we went into the race, like feeling super confident. I know for a fact, like, you know, we, throughout the season, we were not the best at getting to the line on time. So this is the first race that we successfully had got to line on time. So we felt confident and we were like, this is going to be a great race. We were happy, even if, you know, it was super muddy, and we went into it feeling positive, you know, no matter what the conditions were like. And I still think it was a really good race. Tough day, tough conditions. Madison Poplar, freshman, finished 68th 
at state, which is, again, outstanding. Congratulations to you. How would you describe that state final race? Um, it was pretty overwhelming. The bus ride there obviously really freaked me out personally. Um, got to the line on time. That was great. Coaches were happy. We were ready to go in, race this race. And I don't know, as soon as we started, just the mud, it was really good, really crazy. Like first mile, I was just like, oh, this is not going the way I wanted it to. <laughs> was it hard to get around people because of the mud? Did it make footing and passing people more difficult yes at one point I remember like I've as a senior I've ran this course this is the one course I've ran like at Omni and in Edwardsville so I've ran it multiple times and I remember it was so bad I actually had to cut in like towards the course I wasn't supposed to run on like inside the trees because just everybody else was doing that because the whole middle area was just insanely muddy people it was hard to get around people some people were going in the middle it was it was just a crazy mess was it cold? Freezing. Yes. Ugh. Cold is an understatement. Do you wear gloves? Um, not that race. I'll never understand the bare arms gloves look. Well, to me, it's like, come on. Sleeves are, I think, better than gloves. Yeah. They keep me warm, warm. Mm -hmm. I would think. I would think that those are kind of important. Okay, today's a big day for you, Emily Nuttle. You signed your letter of intent, and you are committed to? Uh, Missouri State University. Missouri State University. And why did you pick Missouri State University? Um, well, actually, it's definitely it wasn't one of the schools I'd been talking to for over a year now. Um, Missouri was a school that my mom had brought up and she was like, hey, you know, they have a really good program for what you want to go into. And so actually this cross country season, I was like, OK, let me just send him a quick email and see if he's interested. Like, you know, this late notice. And he actually got back to me really quick and we were quick to set up an official visit. And as soon as I went there, I like instantly got that feeling like, boom, this is going to be the place where, you know, I go to college. And I hadn't felt like that with any of the other schools I'd gone to. So that's kind of how I knew that, you know, it was the school that I wanted to go to and the atmosphere was just awesome. And, you know, did Dustin Davis go there? Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I'm not for sure, but with how much he talks about college, I should know this question. Um, but I do know he is familiar with the coach that works there now that I'm going to be with. Um, but I'm not for sure if he went there or not. Any ideas what you plan to study? Um, they actually have a wide range of stuff, but wildlife management. Wildlife management. What does that mean? What do you want to do? Um, I have hopes of being a conservation officer. Just like that. Yellowstone show. <laughs> You're going to be that person driving around in a truck telling me I can't shoot buffalo. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Different times of the year. I don't shoot buffalo. But that sounds, <laughs> that sounds cool. That sounds like a really cool yeah, thing to I do. I think it'll be a dream job, yeah. What are you going to miss about being a tiger next year? <sighs> a lot, honestly. Just It's going to be hard. And also considering that both schools I've been to, high school, both the mascots were tigers. It's going to be weird going from a tiger, you know, being into a bear. Um, but I think I'm leaving with, you know, a lot of memories. And I learned a lot from this program. And it's really shaped me into the person that I am. And I'm going to be leaving with a lot. And we haven't talked about your great coach, too. Coach Patrilak and your other. Who else helps out with the cross-country team? Because we mentioned Dustin Davis. And Dustin mm -hmm. has retired. Mm -hmm. Um, to be a stay-home dad, somewhat stay-home dad, I think. Yeah. And um, so you had Coach Patrilak this year, and who else helps out with the cross-country team? Um, Coach Dust uh, 
was still our coach, but we, in replacement of coach Davis, we had coach Burmester. Okay. What have the coaches brought to you and how have they helped you develop as a runner? They are definitely going to push you. I mean, what they want is they want to push you until you, you know, you're not the best runner, but they're going to keep pushing you, you know, because obviously no runner has really hit their max. So they're just going to continue to keep pushing you. And, um, Coach Patrick and Coach Des were both really good about that. We actually considered them as like, you know, the parents of the team. Um, so they were really good in that way. And Coach Burmester was really good, you know, to just have their um, – she's, you know, ex- just extremely kind, extremely kind. And she's a great coach. And she's very thoughtful, and she always did a lot for us this, this cr- past cross season. Madison, that this time last year, you were an eighth grader. Yeah. And you weren't, you weren't even, you know, you were thinking about high school and you were wondering what high school was going to be like. Has anything really surprised you about your freshman year so far at Edwardsville High School or about your freshman cross-country year? Or has it gone pretty much exactly like you envisioned it? I was expecting the high school cross-country team to be good. Um, I knew it was like a really good program for cross-country. And I was expecting it to be really good, expecting to be like, not on varsity for sure. I was like open runner, um, really surprised myself. And yeah. Good for you. All right. Ladies, congratulations on all the success. 3A team of the year, Edwardsville High School, and 3A runner of the year, Emily Nuttall. Congratulations on, on your awards. Thank you. And congratulations on your impending success in college. I know you're going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Madison, before you leave, I'm going to give you a chance to get some extra credit in one of your classes. Mm-hmm. And you got to think carefully because you have to think, in which class do I most need extra credit, right? So mm-hmm. right now, think about this. Who is your favorite teacher or what is your favorite class at Edwardsville High School right now? Um. I would say my my Spanish class. Who's your teacher? Mr. Mendoza. What a great guy. Mm-hmm. Dom Mendoza. You're going to tell Mr. Mendoza tomorrow, hey, Mr. Mendoza, mm-hmm. I was giving you a shout-out last night on the Metro Esports podcast. That's got to be worth some kind of extra credit, and mm-hmm. he, should, he should definitely follow through. Nuttall, there's no chance that sports and literature is anything but your favorite class not just right now, but of all time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely my most favorite class I've ever had, without a doubt. What do you love most about that class? Just the life lessons you learn. It's not just about, you know, learning what's going to be, you know, like on the SAT or something. Like you're learning super valuable things that you can take with you throughout life, not even just as an athlete, but as a person in general. And I just love that class. And you just did your research paper on or your research project, your presentation with your man, Lagerman, mm-hmm. <laughs> on whom? Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman. Yeah. What do you want to say about Pat Tillman? How complicated is that story? It is extremely complicating, but also extremely interesting. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you think Poplar ought to take sports and literature by the time she's a senior or a junior? Oh, for sure. And if you don't, you're making a mistake. <laughs> Do you hear that, Poplar? <laughs> All right. Ladies, thanks again for coming by. I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Congrats on the success. Thank you. Big thanks to Derek Jarman and Bryce Davis from 
Civic Memorial High School soccer guys for coming by. Thanks to the Cross Country Tiger ladies and for partners, Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, Jab and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. Thank you.